Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around me? Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie Hayes. And this is Katrina King. Welcome back. I hope everyone has had a fantastic week. They're already going wild. We we increased our budget a little bit and we got some sound effects. <laughs> so uh, we hired a sound effects guy. But um, do we have? Yeah, a, we have a ring ring shot. Rim rim shot. Rim shot. Did you say ring shot? Ring shot. Rim shot. Rim shot. But um, yeah. Speaking of rim shot, did you watch that video of that little boy? The that little I boy that yes on Facebook. The little drummer. The little four year old drummer. Woo. Yep. That was amazing. Okay, but I digress. I hope everyone had a great week this week. So we are back to just talk to you and encourage you in your journey with Jesus as a misfit, because we're all kind of misfits. And a couple weeks ago, I had put on our, um, if you, hey, if you guys aren't part of our Facebook page, you need to check out our Facebook page. It's just Journey of a Misfit. Um, It's at Journey of a Misfit if you want to find it. But anyway, I put on there just asking people kind of what their song was, you know, because songs, I love music. I've always loved music, and and it's um, a universal language, right? People just connect with music, and we've seen us, you know, we go to other countries and share music with people, and it's it's just amazing. So I had put on the, the on the... Uh, we sound so cool. Facebook page. We go to other countries and we share music. We do sound really cool. It's, <laughs> We're really not. It's really not that great. Like we share, it, was, it was great. We share other people's music. That's we true. We don't share our own. We don't have, well, we're working on it. Maybe in the shower. Anyway, I, I just asked people kind of what was their song, you know, because we all have that song that when we hear it, it takes us back to the beginning. But, yep. <laughs> back to the beginning. Yep. Um, and so um, some of the responses that I got, let me, let me share a couple of them with you. So um, just some shout outs to some people. Thanks for answering, like Connie Tucker. We love you, Connie. Um, Connie's told us that her song was in the sweet by and by the old rugged cross when the Mm. stakes go marching in. So those are some oldies. And Katrina. That was me. (laughs) You said definitely how great thou art. Yeah, that's my favorite of all time. Yeah, I love that one. I've sang that in two funerals, actually. Two two family members. Wow. Um, My uncle's funeral and my great aunt's funeral. I got to sing that song. The, you know, the big popular um video is when Carrie Underwood sings it and she have you know you've no. got to see that when okay, we I'll when we get done yeah oh my gosh but i think that the thing obviously Carrie Underwood is absolutely fantastic but i love Vince Gill mm. i love Vince Gill and he plays guitar for her oh. and it's oh yes it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it wow that's yep. a good one you also liked it as well yeah that's a great one yes the old rugged cross yep there's nothing sweeter than 50 Ugandan <laughs> orphans singing No Longer Slaves. That yes. one gets me almost every time. Yeah, when we went there this sum- this past summer, yeah. we took um, Jonathan um, Melissa Helser's song, No Longer Slaves, and we taught that to the kids there. It was amazing. It was so cool, yeah, to hear these children singing that song. And then when we were in the, in Kenya, yes, that was super cool too. And the recovery group. And the recovery group, we taught them. Well, that because song. The, and it was really cool because Pastor Beatrice, Beatrice, who was leading the meeting, said, "Substitute 
fear for whatever for whatever you, you're yeah. because this was a recovery group and these girls were barmaids which is uh-huh i mean you can that's one of the jobs you do that's one of the yes is serving and alcohol the, alcohol yeah and yeah that's anyway so they said she said substitute i'm no longer a slave to whatever it is that you yeah. are a slave to alcohol drugs barmaid yeah that kind of thing and yeah. it was just like so you could just it was just so cool it was it was and beautiful. it was all and translating it into their language then it was just oh. i definitely yeah. think that song is um one of the best songs ever written so if you've never heard that song look it up it's called yeah. no longer slaves it's been around for a couple of years now i don't think it's they play it on the radio here in the st louis area at least at all but it's, it's it. a pretty well-known song within christian circles well um, i will say that even if you have heard it on the radio there's nobody that sings it like val oh my goodness <laughs> and that's the truth you're so funny it's the truth all right and then um and then uh, friend Rachel Kay, she said songs that really speak to her. Now, she's a younger one, so she, she doesn't have some of those old songs like we do. <laughs> so when she talks about the classics, they're not too classic. <laughs> um, but she loves um, I Belong to You, The Enemy Can't, Reckless Love. Yeah, I Belong to You. That's a good one. Yep. You know the enemy can't. That's a good one. Um, we Dance, I Surrender. And you make beautiful things. Oh, I like that one too. Yeah. Have you ever heard We Dance? I don't think so. That's a good one. So those are some great songs. Um, keep them coming in, guys. Give us your give us your stories about what songs really mean a lot to you. And I I had said that a couple of the songs that just really meant a lot to me. I grew up in a Baptist church, very traditional. Um, That's we where had mine a, came from. We had an organ. We had a choir. I sang mm. in the choir, you know. Me too. Did the cantatas. I mean, all that stuff. Um, of course, it wasn't. I wasn't a child. I didn't grow up there, but I in my twenties. Okay. Well, I grew up like from the time I was <laughs> itty bitty. I was doing that, and um, you know, mine, mine were my couple songs was I surrender all. Because that was the song that that just that was the altar call. It seemed like every Sunday that was the song that played, and if you were going to go forward and give your life to Jesus, that was the song you were going to do it on. Um, and then also, just as I am, mm. um, was is just a a great song because it's really funny. I was thinking about it today. I, I thought about that song just what just as I am, and even as a little a little girl singing that song, I I realized that that I had spots or whatever you know i had i had things in me that weren't right and that jesus loved me either way you know what i mean just as i am he just takes me as i am with you know with all my blemishes with all my stains he, he takes me as i am I, I just was reflecting on that today and anyway that's cool that you got that at a young age because it takes people a long time to understand that that doesn't mean that i walked in it though you know i no, mean but, I it's, <laughs> but, if you, but to understand it yeah and because a lot of people like think that they're quote not good enough well no we're not right. nobody is right only person that was ever good enough was jesus and yeah. that's why he came and that's why he died yeah is that because we are not good enough and we can't be but god doesn't want us to be good enough he wants us to surrender to him and to love him yeah totally yeah. so have you ever heard the story of the lady who wrote that song just as i am i have but i want you to read it okay okay <laughs> so her name is charlotte elliott and i and i read this so i have this cool book and i'll reference it down on the on the um, notes but it's called i gave it to katrina actually as a christmas gift a couple of years ago and it's called then sings my soul 150 of the world's greatest hymn stories and you know sometimes friends we have songs that 
that just really touch us and mean a lot to us. But then when we hear the artist mm. story behind it, it just it brings so much more meaning to it, I think. Me too. Especially when, when it is a song that has just rocked your world. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that's why that song was written. And it's just a whole nother level. So, so this, I mean, this Charlotte, she was a misfit. She was for sure a misfit. She would have fit in just fine here. So I'm just going to read this quick story to you. It says, she was an embittered woman, Charlotte Elliott of Brighton, England. Her health was broken and her disability had hardened her. If God loved me, she would mutter. He would, have, he would not have treated me this way. Hoping to help her out, a Swiss minister, Dr. Caesar Milan, visited the Elliots in 1822. Over dinner, Charlotte lost her temper and railed against God and the family in a violent outburst. Her embarrassed family left the room and Dr. Milan was left with her alone. You're tired of yourself, aren't you? He asked. You're holding on to the hate and anger because you have nothing else in the world to cling to. Consequently, you have become sour, bitter, and resentful. So Charlotte said, what's the cure? Well, the faith that you are trying to despise. As they talked, Charlotte softened. If I wanted to become a Christian to share the peace and joy that you possess, what would I do? He said, you would give yourself to God just as you are now with your fightings and your fears, your hates, your love, your pride, and your shame. I would come to God just as I am, is that right, she said. Charlotte did come just as she was, and her heart was changed that day. As time passed, she found that she claimed John 6.37 as a special verse to her. And that verse is, um, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I by no means will cast out. I love that. Charlotte lived to be 82 years and wrote 150 hymns. Though she never enjoyed good health, as her loved ones sifted through her papers after her death, they found over a thousand letters that she had kept in which people expressed their gratitude for the way this hymn had touched their Mm. lives. So I think that's pretty cool, a pretty cool story just about how, you know, she had anger and bitterness and and because she had health issues and gosh you know when you're not healthy and i know some of you out there struggle with like chronic pain and it's it's hard to be joyful it's hard to understand why it's hard to understand a loving god when you're in pain and when you're hurting Mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool because what she I, i believe what she found based on this was she she found that she could come to god just as she was he didn't heal her but he gave her a new heart Right. You know, and through that, she was able to bless thousands and thousands and thousands of people for thousands of years. Well, not thousands of years, but hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Still going. If you don't mind, I'd like to just share that song with you guys. I would love it. Cool. So this is Just As I Am by Charlotte Elliott. Just as I am
Beautiful. Thank you, Val. A cool song. I mean, yes. you know, all the little like wilt and thou and bitst. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> words. Those words are a little strange, but that's the okay. meaning is still there. It's that's a, how they talked back. It's then. a great song. So that's yeah. that's a really good one. So so anyway, tell me about your song. Which how great thou art. Yeah. Well, actually, can I see that book? Yeah, absolutely. Because my I think Jim, I look it up while you talk. Yes, my no. Well, look up the the one we were talking about earlier. It is well. It is well. Yes, because yeah. I think between how great thou art and but the story behind it is well with my soul. When I and I always love that song, but when I heard this, like you were saying, when I heard the story, it was it just got me because I was like, holy moly! Because you don't understand. You read it and you hear the song and you you know it is well with my soul. Mm. It is well. It is well with my soul. When peace like a river attendeth my way. When sorrow like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well well. it is well with my soul and so we sing that now yeah and it's so easy in times when you know we're feeling frustrated we're feeling under attack we're feeling like nobody you know whatever just the day-to-day stresses but share the story about where that's the root from where that song came from because it's amazing so horatio spafford wrote it and when the great chicago fire consumed the windy windy city in 1871 horatio g spafford an attorney heavily invested in real estate lost a fortune about that time his only son age four succumbed to scarlet fever horatio drowned his grief in work pouring himself into rebuilding the city and assisting the 100,000 who had been left homeless in november of 1873 he decided to take his wife and daughters to europe Horatio was close to D.L. Moody and Iris Banky, and he wanted to visit the evangelistic meetings in England, then enjoy a vacation. When an urgent matter detained Horatio in New York, he decided to send his wife, Anna, and their four daughters, Maggie, Tanetta, Annie, and Bessie, on ahead. 
as he saw them settled into a cabin aboard the luxurious French liner Villa du Havre, an unease filled his mind, and he moved them to a room closer to the bow of the ship. Then he said goodbye, promising to join them soon. During the small hours of November 22, 1873, as the Ville de Harve glided over the smooth seas, the passengers were jolted from their bunks. The ship had collided with an iron sailing vessel and water poured in like Niagara. The Ville de Harve tilted dangerously. Screams, prayers, and oaths merged into a nightmare of unmeasured terror. Passengers clung to posts tumbled through darkness and were swept away by powerful currents of icy ocean. Loved ones fell from each other's grasps and disappeared into foaming blackness. Within two hours, the mighty ship vanished beneath the waters. The 226 fatalities included Maggie, Tanetta, Annie, and Bessa. Mrs. Spafford was found nearly unconscious, clinging to a piece of the wreckage. When the 47 survivors landed in Cardiff, Wales, she cabled her husband, saved alone. Horatio immediately booked passage to join his wife. En route, on a cold December night, the captain called, a, called him aside and said, I believe we are now passing over the place where the Ville du Havre went down. Spafford went to his cabin but found it hard to sleep. He said to himself, It is well. The will of God be done. He later wrote the famous hymn based on those words. And the melody for It is Well, titled Ville du Havre, was written by Philip Bliss, who he who was himself soon to perish along with his wife in a terrible train wreck in Ohio. Wow. And the, his scripture was Psalm thirty four nineteen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Kind of makes your problems seem small. Small, quite small. <laughs> yes. Quite small. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, so some of I, the greatest songs have come out of great heartache and great pain, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the beauty of them and the anointing that God puts over them is that they that they they're timeless you know they can they can stretch through all time and space yes and still heal hearts and still re- reach people and I, I think that's just beautiful you made me think of I just read this the other day and I when you were you know just reading about that in the storm and I, I recently was reading the um, in mark 4 where Jesus calms the storm and and this story just always gives me hope you know if you remember they it had gotten really crowded and and jesus had gotten and had gone into a boat and his disciples were there and and they said let us go to their side leaving the crowd behind they took him along just as he was in the boat there were also other boats with him a furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped jesus was in the stern sleeping on the cushion the disciples woke him and said to him teacher don't you care if we drowned he got up. I love this part. And I can just imagine, I can imagine him like sleeping and just getting up and being so irritated with something so small Seriously, as a storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It says he got up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Like I could just, just, oh my gosh, you're so annoying kind of thing. <laughs> like, just like, that's our God. I mean, he, the waves and the wind. Wow. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. You know, and that's, and and that just, I think of that when I think of that story too, you know, of even though there was loss, that God is still in control. God's got a plan. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about that all the time on this show. 
that his his plan is so much greater than than anything that we're going through. We just have to be looking for what he's doing, you know, and not stay stuck inside of our head and trying to figure out the here and now, like see beyond that, right? You know, stay, yep, yeah, sit so. comfort comfort in his grasp and his embrace. Right. And I, you know, what I think about too when I when I think about old hymns and thinking about being in church because I didn't grow up in church, mm-hmm. but I was you know saved at twenty one or whatever and then went to the coolest southern baptist church in jackson mississippi mm-hmm. i loved it and we went for years and if you th- it, it, but for somebody that's grown up in church or maybe somebody that has gone and gone and gone and gone and gone those songs can become mundane those right. songs could you know we just okay yes well okay now now we're going to sing psalm you know hymn yeah. number or whatever whatever the words one three and five yeah stand on the fifth one yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah so it was, mm-hmm. but uh, to really think about the words, because one of the songs that, and I never really paid attention. I mean, I pay attention, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And the, but it was the old rugged cross. Mm. Yeah. And well, and then when I really listened to the words of how great thou art, that's mm-hmm. when it became my favorite. It was yeah. like, so I, I, I challenge people, I urge people that if you do have, you know, a knowledge of those old hymns and it's just become kind of. Uh, okay, we're going to sing it again. Really listen to the words and yeah. really re- listen, really because you can really worship Jesus that way. Right. You can really, wow, and yeah. it can it can blow you away because those old hymns are well. And I also powerful. think about you know when like uh, you we were ta- you were talking about last time on the podcast how you. Um, you know, because we practiced Sunday. Sunday, and then we had Friday night our worship night, which was amazing, amazing. by the way. If you guys, if you're in the area, the next time we're having a worship night here, you got to come. It, oh, my yeah. goodness. Um, but you said that just throughout the day, like, songs will just go through your mind, and when you mm-hmm. come up on a trial or whatever song. And it's the same way with me. You know, like, if, if I'm – I find myself singing a lot when I'm at work, just – when I'm starting to feel agitated or whatever, just just singing, you know, that that snaps me back into it. And so you imagine that the generations before us, these were the songs that they would sing, mm-hmm. you know, that they that would get them through. And I believe that, you know, there's going to come a time later where some of the songs that we're singing now, people are going to continue to sing. I'll tell you, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite artists is Keith Green. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. any Keith Green? Oh my goodness. Keith Green, he's a uh, he's back in up. yeah he was kind of back in the '60s and '70s, so um, he was this hippie that was living on the streets. You know, he was smoking dope and just you know during that whole Jesus love movement, and um, and Jesus got a hold of him. He was this amazing pianist, like just crazy oh. pianist. Oh my goodness, yes. And um, him and his wife Melody is her name. They. Um, they just started doing music together. And what they would do is they would just pick up homeless people off the street and they bring them to their home. And they started kind of like a little commune actually. And um, they lived together. They had like gardening, they like gardened and they fed people. And and it was like this little hippie commune. It was like beautiful. I love it. Like, I was gonna say, I could see, I, I could see Val totally living that way. There. And, um, but the thing I loved about Keith Green was when I was back when, when I had the band Thousand Days, he has this book called No Compromise. Actually, his wife wrote it, and it's about his life. It's his his story, and it's a cool book. And I required, I'm quote quoting in the air, I required my band to to read that book. And when they read it, they came back, they're like, you want us to give away CDs, don't you? Because Keith Green never sold. He was like a multi-platinum, whatever the equivalent is, to like selling a lot of 
of albums at that time. And he was that person, but he never sold one album. He gave everything away, but people would just bless him and like send him money mm. and just, you know, and so he, um, he was sustained by that. You know, he just, he basically just believed that the message of the gospel Should came at a high price. And so it, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to pay for it. And, and that's what I always said. So when, when I have when people, I give people one of my CDs, they're like, how much do you want? I'm like, it's free. And they're like, what do you mean it's free? I'm like, no, it was paid for on the cross. I mean, that, it, it came at a very high price. Kind of like and so it's free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, if you've never heard of Keith Green, I'm you gonna should check him out. He kind of looks a little bit like, um, what's that, that painter? Bob Ross. Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> looks a little bit like he's got like the afro. Happy little tree. Yeah, and he's got the beard and he plays piano. But he tells this story about how one time he was at a festival and he was playing music and he was singing and he said that he felt the power of the Holy Spirit on that place so much that he got he stopped playing. He went underneath of his piano, but the entire festival continued to worship even without him doing anything because the power of the Holy Spirit was so like wow. strong. Yeah. He like wanted to become small. And he didn't want any attention on himself to the point where he hid underneath of his piano so that God would ha receive all the glory. And it was just, yeah. Wow. It was really cool. So if you have never heard of Keith Green or checked it, you know, he does a song. Oh, Lord, you're beautiful. Your really? face is all I see. I sang that. That's Keith Green. We yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sang that. In, you uh, should check uh, out his life story because he actually ended up um, being killed in a plane wreck. Um, at the age wow. of like 33, I think, like it was a very young age, like Jesus. Wow. Um, and one of his children was with him in the plane. And mm. Yeah, so she, the, the book is really good to No Compromise. It's just a great book about just completely giving your life to Jesus and the cause of, of the gospel. And that's what he did. Um, so I can't wait to meet him when I get to heaven. He's on my list of people to meet. That's cool. When I get to heaven. So, you know, in my Bible, I have, you know, I have about 50 bibles mm -hmm. but i always go back to my very first one we call it old faithful because yeah. it's been and it's falling apart usually i'm like here you can read philippian you know i'm handing out pages and um it, it, i've written notes in it all through the all through the years yeah. and i found one the other day that i was just it got me and it was when you learn to um when you when you uh, learn to love Jesus so much that you'll die for him, then you'll live for him. Hmm. Something to that effect. I don't have it with me to That's quote. That's good. But isn't that good? I like it. It made me think of that like when it. you said that. Go yeah. all in. Be sold out. Definitely. It's worth it. It's so worth it, guys. Well, listen, our time's up. What? It was so awesome hanging with you guys wow. again, again another week. Thanks yes. for checking in. Please feel free to share this podcast with anyone. Um, our email addresses are down at the bottom send us an email just uh, reach out let us know what god's doing tell us what what's the song that he sings over your life um what song yeah. was it that brought you to your knees because we love getting mail yes send do. us stuff send us stuff so yeah. hey have a great week guys and remember jesus is crazy about you we'll mm -hmm. see you next week that's all waiting on you not gonna move till you show up